0: right, we made it to the new year. It's exciting. But how many of you are like still head down and you're just trying to get through and nothing really stopped for you because there's so much to do and you still have all the stuff you're still trying to get done from last year, which I think is fine if you're there because a lot of nonprofits just kind of power through and are just kind of like on this perpetual wheel of things to do. But if we don't take times like this to pause, like when are we ever going to stop and reflect or stop and think about how to set ourselves up and really be intentional in the next year. So what I want to give you today are just five simple questions that you can ask yourself. Make sure that you have the answers to, to set yourself up to be super intentional for this next year, but it will also build culture. It will help your staff or your board members, uh, your volunteers, whoever you're going to do this little exercise with, it will help them be bought back into like what you're trying to do it'll allow them to give you feedback it will allow you to be reflective and then make new plans for how things are going to move forward you don't have to take any extra time out of your busy schedule to do this this is the best part of it do it at a board meeting do it at the next staff meeting it's your new agenda I've done some of the work for you and then let's just see what feedback we get all right so we're gonna dive in Welcome to episode 38 of the For Purpose Live Show where I help you get clear, get focused and be impactful by showing you how to step fully into your calling that you've been giving without taking on that common narrative that if you're a nonprofit founder, you have to struggle. That's right. Together, we can get you in your sweet spot, using your strengths and talents to serve this world and build a movement for your unique cause simply by living for purpose on purpose. I'm Rebecca Britt, your host. And today we are talking about a few questions that you can Ask your staff, your board, yourself, to make sure that you're being super intentional in this year. Okay, so now if you stepped into your calling, if you feel like you stepped into your calling and you're kind of like, what the heck? Like, why was I given this calling if I wasn't going to be given all the support and resources that I need to serve this mission? Then you are just like me because I stepped out in faith and then felt like, oh my gosh, if this is what God intended for me, like, where did I go wrong? So I have a free web class, which is how to run a thriving nonprofit without killing yourself. You can go get that at forpurposelive.com slash secrets and get full immediate access today. First of all, before you go through these questions, I want you to make a safe space. Okay, So if you're doing this with staff at a staff meeting, if you're doing this at a board meeting, I want you to just take a moment and tell everyone this is a safe space in that you want true and honest feedback if this is you're going to give you know staff members staff members are going to give you feedback like because there might be things that we're going to reflect on that are criticisms of the whole organization or of you particularly as a leader or whatever so just say that this is a safe space. Everything won't be taken personally. Like everybody can share. This is the time to share your views and your feedback and your criticisms because that's how we make our organizations better. Okay. So once you've set a safe space, let's go into question number one. So question number one is a fun one. What worked really well last year? Okay. So for this, I want you guys to think of your big wins. If you landed a grant, if you got a new strategic partnership, if your programs ran without a hitch, um, if your communication was really great, like let's say that you guys just felt like you were on point in communication. Nobody was wondering like, what am I supposed to be doing when and what's my job and what's my role? and. If that went really well, if your systems and processes went really well, maybe you guys have checklists, maybe you guys have uh, software that you use to uh, do project management or whatever any of that stuff that works really well actually helped you do your job i want you to make a long list of all the things that worked really well your volunteer trainings like did those go great if you were having you know regular volunteer trainings where was one person showing up or like were 10 people showing up and they were getting trained and everybody knew what they were supposed to be doing like all the things that are working really well for your organization and particularly worked really well last year I want you to list that and you can put that in a big column. Okay. One column, what worked really well? Question number two, what are things that did not go well? Like maybe they haven't been going well for years or maybe just last year, they didn't go well. Fundraising didn't go well. Our big event didn't go well. Uh, our family fall festival, didn't go well. Or maybe pieces of it didn't go well. The registration didn't go well or just big things that point out maybe your communication, didn't go well. Like half of you guys are using Slack and half of you use email and some of you use Gchat and some of you text directly. And it's like all a big mess and nobody knows like how communication is even supposed to happen. Then that's communication didn't, didn't go well. If you applied for 10 grants and you didn't get any, then that didn't go well. Anything that you guys tried, maybe you tried to launch a program, you did a new pilot program and you didn't get enough participants or the systems and processes weren't down. You did a summer camp and nobody knew what they were supposed to be doing. And maybe the executive director or leadership thinks something went really well. And maybe staff is like, that was a nightmare. If you're leading this process and you are executive director, your leadership, or your president of the board or something, and you're leading this process, say, guys, you tell me what you don't think went well. Just because I think that it's going well doesn't mean that you guys think it's going well. So, you know, you can have one column where everybody agrees about what went well and you can have another column off to the side where like certain people don't think certain things went well. And then dive into those things. If it's not completely apparent why you're writing that it didn't go well because half of you think that it was great and the other half don't, Those are the gems. Those are the things to really dive into and talk about what about that didn't go well. And then maybe it just comes down to expectation setting. Maybe somebody's like, well, I don't think it went well. We only got five people. And the executive director's like, it was a pilot program. We got five people. It's great. But among a staff or among a team, everybody should understand the expectation of what is success. What does going well mean? An executive director often thinks communication going well because they text people, they email people, they reach out via Gchat, Facebook Messenger. They do all these things to get whatever answers they need. And they're like, yeah, as long as I can communicate to my staff whenever I feel like it and they respond to me, it's working great. And maybe all the staff or the volunteers are like, I don't know where to look and I don't love getting messages via text and Google chat and email and Facebook messenger. Like it's, it's too much. So those, this is the time to have the conversations, even if they're contradictory experiences. And so open the floor for why didn't it go well? Okay. So you really want to dig in now that you have everything that went well and everything that didn't go well, talk about why did things go well? Why is communication so great right now? oh, because we're using this one platform, everybody knows where to look, everybody has it on their phone. And if you you can blow through those real quick if everybody agrees exactly why they're going well. But it's worth going through because you might have differing opinions of why it's going well. So getting those out there and ensuring that you continue to do the things that everyone agrees is going well. And then on the other side, what isn't going well or things that haven't gone well, why haven't those things gone to go well? Where's the breakdown? What are the resources you need? And how are you going to come to an agreement on what needs to change, basically? And that brings us into question number three, which question number three is how will this year be different? This does not need to be... um, How is it going to be better necessarily? But how is this next year going to be different than last year? So last year, you just, you might've just had your head down and you just ran through all your programming. You were on autopilot. You did what you've always done for the last 15 years and now you're going into the next year and you're going to do what you've always done for the, how is this year going to be different? How are you going to get more intentional? Are you going to sew up those processes that need to be sewed up? Are you going to you know, market your program differently? Are you going to step out differently? Are you going to become a leader in your space more? And how are you going to do those things? Okay. So how is this year going to be different? And if you're kind of like, well, we've always just run things, then how do you get more intentional? Go back to your mission, look at your mission and say, how can we do this more? How can we be more intentional? What more can we do? What can we take off the plate? Maybe you're like, we've been on autopilot and you've always just done things the way you've done things. And maybe it's time to take something off of the plate to make room for something more. Okay. Maybe you've always wanted to do something and you haven't done it because you know, you never really knew how, and maybe you're going to really dedicate yourself to that this year. So how is this year going to be different? And the best place to start with that is the things that you just said did not go well. How are you going to change those things? How are we going to alleviate the processes, the systems, the failures of the year before? Okay. Now question number four is what's one thing that you will leave in the past after this year? So you'll go through this whole year with it maybe, but by the end of this year, you're never going to talk about it again. So maybe you guys keep complaining about this system you have. Maybe you guys keep complaining about the way that volunteers clock in or a process you guys have or your a uh, CRM or something like that and you're like it sucks we hate it we've never gone around to fixing it whatever you need a new website like there's so many things that nonprofits talk about for years right they're just like we've been talking about this for years in fact i do strategic planning with nonprofits and i see all the time that they like will have something on their strategic plan to accomplish in the year. And like for four years, they have copied and pasted and put it on the new plan because they never get it done. So what's one thing that you are going to leave in the past? We're never talking about the CRM again. By the end of this year, we're going to have a different solution. Okay. Uh, we're not, our alarm system doesn't work on the building. We've complained about it a bunch of times we're going to be done with the alarm system this year. We're going to figure out how we can never have to deal with that issue again. Okay. So what's one thing that like, how would it feel if by the end of this year, you are not talking about it ever again and put that one thing big. Everyone can agree on if we never need to talk about this again, it would be awesome. Okay. And question number five, which is like my, favorite one is what is your come hell or high water goal? So a lot of times nonprofits put on their strategic plan that they are going to land $50,000 in grants, but they don't really have a very intentional plan on how to get that. Or they have these blue sky or when fundings available programs. Okay. So they have like, okay, well, we would really like to do this someday. We would like to build this building someday. We would like to launch this program someday. And for some reason, always gets kind of like knocked to the bottom. It's really important. It's mission critical, you know, but it gets knocked to the bottom because it might take $50,000 and you don't know how you're going to get there. Okay. If you bump that thing up that you've been wanting to do for years and would really, really help your mission and would be so valuable and would give you a huge win. If you bump it up to your come hell or high water, like come hell or high water, we are getting $50,000 in grants so that we can launch this specific program because we feel like we're industry leaders and we should have that program. And if we're not doing that, what are we doing? Like we want to make gains this year. If that's the case, if you bump up that thing, that hairy audacious thing, that's gonna cost a lot of money, you bump it up to come hell or high water, then you're going to get really strategic. It's not this thing that's like, because the thing is, if you put something on a when you get funding list, you'll never get funding because nobody like is going to read your plan or your like old Google docs and be like, Oh, I see that you're waiting for $100,000 to do this thing. And I wanted to fund it. No. So to get funding for something that's hairy and audacious, you need to have a really specific plan. Do you have a one pager written up about it? Do you have all the literature you review or the background information you need or the why this program matters or why this thing matters that you need? Do you have all of that written up? Do you have the metrics that you would report out on if you were given the money? Get yourself as close to selling this thing as possible. Get this thing as close to, like if somebody were to fund it, you would have to write up a proposal for what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, why you should do it, how you're going to measure success, what's the budget for it, how are you spending the money, how is it going to be sustainable? If you don't have all of that written up for the thing that you would like to get funded one day, then it will never get funded, okay? So think about the thing that you really would like to get funded. Write out all that stuff the why, the how, the budget, the KPIs, write it all out for that thing and then get super intentional. Once you've done all that work, you'll be excited to submit it to funders. You submit it to funders, you start applying for grants, and come hell or high water, you're gonna get that thing. And this does so much more than get you that thing. It gets you closer to understanding this process of anything you want. Anything that you're gonna need funding for you're gonna have to have this Really well thought out plan. You don't just get money and then like oh cool So now we get to do that thing and you don't have to write it all out. You like Everything needs to have a really structured good plan set to it. Okay, so And every funder like is going to want to know what's the whole deal behind this? What's your write up on this? And like, you shouldn't have to like, oh, let me think about it. Like you should just have it. If it's something that you think is important, it should take you very little time to write up the background and the why and why it's the solution and what problem it's solving and how you would spend money. How much money do you need? Do you, are you just saying it's 50,000? Do you know it's 50,000? What's each line item? Maybe you'll find out it's a lot more. What would you really need to do that? Those are things as an executive director that you need to know about every program or every single thing that you're asking for money for. The reason why I love this as a come hell or high water is because usually it forces you to do this thing, but the quicker you can get in this process of every, single thing you want funding just like creating a slide deck a pitch deck for that thing that has all of that information maybe at any given time you have like five pitch decks of five fundable opportunities that you're ready to have any funder look at okay but like you'll feel great about understanding what you need why you need it which one you would prioritize which one fits which funders uh, goals like or aligns with what they want to fund And if you have these things sitting and waiting, you know, you can put them on your website and you can make a nice funding deck for any funder to look at or as supplements to grants. That's why I love that is because it just gets you in the exercise. It gets you in the practice of actually creating these documents that you really need if you're going to be buttoned up and you're going to get that money. So then you get to start like having new come hell or high water and you start like knocking down these huge things instead of keeping your head down and just autopilot and doing what you always do for years and years and years and years and never making these big gains. And everybody hears you talk about this thing one day, that would be nice. It's like get intentional and then give yourself a winning streak. You're like, heck yeah, we got that thing because we got organized and we sold it and we took it really seriously. What's next? And now it's like all these years are one year is better than the next is better. Than the next is better than the next because you've taught yourself how you can win and how you can make big gains by getting out of autopilot and just doing everything that you used to do, getting reflective, asking your staff volunteers, what worked, what didn't, what do we really want to leave in the past? What's one thing that come hell or high water we're definitely doing? How are we going to be different? You need to pause and have these conversations and you really should pause and have these conversations quarterly, just work them in. You need to be taking feedback and the biggest thing too is holding yourself accountable. So now you've gone through these questions and, and you're going to say some come hell or high water and then you're going to walk away. So what does come hell or high water mean? Maybe you put it up in your staff room. Maybe you put it up at your facility. Maybe you, if you're a virtual team, maybe you reference it often at every staff meeting. Remember our come hell or high water goal. What are we doing for that? How are you working in daily activities so that you can actually reach that come hell or high water goal? Okay. So It's also holding yourself accountable. You don't wanna just have these conversations and have it go back to business as usual and never come back to how things are gonna be different this year, or how you're actually accomplishing what you talked about and what you agreed to. So what I would say for an accountability measure is after you have answered all of these questions, go through and say how you're gonna hold yourself accountable. Are you going to bring these up once a month at staff meeting just to make sure that you revisit them and you're talking about things that you talked about because i'll tell you nothing kills culture more than having these big conversations and then nothing ever comes of them and guess what next year you're gonna have a big conversation again but nobody's gonna want to give you feedback because it didn't do anything last year and your come hell or high water goal wasn't come hell or high water because you didn't stick to it so really put some time into how are we sticking to this how are we holding ourselves accountable all right In the comments, I would love to hear your come hell or high water goal. Like the thing that if you did this this year, if you got yourself organized enough to be able to accomplish this this year, you would really just have some renewed faith, some inspiration, some like, yes, this year was different. This year was great. And now I have the confidence to continue making come hell or high water goals and accomplishing those. I can't wait to see that. Hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for your service to this world.